Let me know when we're live and yeah, I'll just turn. We're live. We could start anytime. All right. What is up, Adriana? Welcome back to the channel. Mr. Passive Income Investing, glad to have you here once again. Hey, Brandon. Glad to be back, my friend. How are things? Great. Excited to be in Montreal. The plane ticket is booked. We'll finally meet in person in a few weeks, as well as a bunch of other, a bunch of ETF companies and sponsors. It's going to be fun. It should be a, a great night. So I can't the, the wait for that. The turnout for Montreal is like actually way more than expected. I think they're coming to see you, to be honest. And I think that goes to show how they much will see me. They will see me. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll get that the, the booking finalized soon and uh, it'll be a nice, nice little intimate event. I think it'll be really cool. Who knows what will happen? Or maybe we'll, like we were discussing, maybe this will be an annual occurrence. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, good on Blossom for thinking of this and getting the sponsors and everything. It's really good. I think so. I'm excited. And that'll be less than a couple of weeks away. So yeah, yeah. Um, no doubt, no doubt. But um, hey, I want to bring you back on the channel again, because dude, our last video we did was loved by my audience. There's a ton of people that had watched both of us and particularly, uh, you know, the, the income investors were a million questions for you and questions I don't know necessarily how to answer. I'm like, why not bring Adriano back on? Because I feel like there's a ton of I don't know if changes is the right word, but like the landscape here in the covered call income space has there's a lot going on. Yeah. And I wanted to just kind of hear maybe to start things off, like, can you give a general overview of what you've been seeing uh, these days, the past year? Yeah. What, what's going on? Man, in the where, where do I begin? I mean, I thought 2022 was a crazy pivotal year for the income space in Canada or the covered call space. 2023, I mean, it's it, it, it's basically Christmas. I mean, all these crazy, all these ETF launches are coming out from, you know, the top five, six covered call ETF providers. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have BMO, which just launched their all-in-one covered call ETF. Uh, so obviously, you know, many people love BMO. They are still by far the biggest covered call manager. So they finally came out with an all-in-one. Mm. Uh, you have Horizons that just launched like six new ETFs, um, five of which are leveraged. Some of them are covered call with leverage. They reduced their fees as well on some of them. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, you know, you have other uh, cover call managers that have been raising their, their dividends significantly uh, on their financials covered call ETF. So honestly, what I think is happening is capitalism at its best, my friend. I mean, this is why I love capitalism because capital, when I think of capitalism, I think of competition. So all mm -hmm. these ETF providers are kind of all competing with each other. And that is good for us, the retail investor, because we have a lot more options, uh, lower fees. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of new product launches. I mean, um, it, it's, it's really interesting to see all these all these companies competing and, and how popular, you know, covered call income investing is getting, which it's not really a surprise. It's typically gets popular, I believe, when markets are kind of like on a, in a holding pattern. Are they going up? Or are they going down? I know the, the tech has gone up a lot. Uh, Canada, not so great because it's very financials and, and energy focused, materials focused as well. But yeah, a lot of options out there right now in the Canadian uh, income landscape for sure. No doubt. And I'm seeing that as well. And like, yeah, Horizons one I was looking into. And in fact, I have a video coming out with them pretty soon probably in the next week or two because i was looking at that exact suite of their equity essentials and like geez 
there's clearly such a demand for these products. And I genuinely believe, like you said, it's a major positive that you have these people. I mean, they're kind of in a bit of a battle, to be honest, to attract the money and this and that, and they're cutting fees, this or that. But it's um, we're here as the DIY investors, and it's like a, a open field of choices. I would almost argue it's like, kind of becomes a bit confusing as to, well, which is the best one and which one should I be going for? Because there's yeah, a lot, a ton a lot of, great of choice. Options. Yeah, for sure. You do, you do you find that? Like, I think, because obviously you're very in tune with the different choices and the nuances between them. But for a, for a new investor who's looking to get some covered call exposure, it's almost like there's, what the heck do I choose now? There's so many options. Yeah, it could be, it could be difficult to navigate through because let's be honest, there's, you know, it's the, the stocks are pretty much the same. Right. What you're really what's really different between them is and this is the key that I would focus on and I would tell people that are confused. OK, which Canadian six banks covered call ETF do I go with? Which overall Canadian market, overall U.S. market? Now it seems like everyone has their own. Some have leverage, some don't have leverage, some have more aggressive covered calls, less aggressive covered calls, which are, you know, you'll have a little bit more growth, less income, but a little bit more growth if the markets go up. So. My honest opinion is, and my top advice is really understand the two biggest factors when it comes to the covered call strategy. If you understand and master these two factors, which is the same for any covered call product, then you, you have a much easier time to make a decision because you could analyze the product and look at these two factors and go with the fund manager or the product that best serves your need whether it's a nice balance of growth and income which whether it's i want maximum income whether it's like 75 percent income but uh, you know i don't want too aggressive or maybe you want the high yield covered calls or the aggressive covered calls without the leverage so the two major factors when it comes to cover calls is the moneyness and the portfolio coverage so if you understand that you'll master the covered call product so uh, you know, I'm not sure. I, I think you know what I'm talking about here, but portfolio coverage yeah, is the easier the, one. The term, the term moneyness. Yeah. Maybe, maybe moneyness is a bit the harder one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, portfolio coverage is very simple. It's on what percentage of the portfolio are they writing covered calls on? Absolutely. So some ETF provide cover call ETF providers will have a set limit. will have a ceiling. For example, a very common one is 33%. Like Harvest, for example, or uh, Evolve, for example, they they will never write more yeah. on a third of the portfolio, which means by default, at the very least, 66% of the portfolio basically captures whatever the, the portfolio is doing, the growth or the downside, right? Um, so, you know, every provider has a different covered call percentage some can vary some are set in stone so you know like harvest harvest for example it's up to 33 percent so they could be doing 25 30 up to 33 so yeah they have the discretion the lower the percentage obviously the more the the, the less covered calls technically there is on the portfolio which means it will capture more of the growth of the stocks mm -hmm. if the stocks go up but you 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 know the lower the percentage is the lower yield you could possibly get so that's the first factor so some etf provider it's it's a dynamic concern active approach some it's set in stone like a bmo is a perfect example where it's a systematic kind of a set in stone approach it's always about 50 percent coverage mm -hmm. but that's just factor one 
Second factor is the moneyness, and you have to consider both of them together. So BMO is at 50%. Sorry about the saws, by the way. There's there's construction. Uh, I bar- yeah, I can barely. I think last time we were filming, there was someone mowing the lawn or doing something. So this is it's, much better. Much better than last time. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> the lawn, and, and those are the two noises you hear. here. At least there's no traffic, buses, or airplanes, or things like that, honking. But there is lawnmowers because grass just grows every day, and they have to do it every day, pretty much. It's crazy. There you go. But yeah, yeah, in terms of this moneyness, this moneyness term, moneyness, what yeah. is this? Yeah, what is this? So going back to the coverage, so I'll give you BMO as an example, BMO. So they do 50% coverage, which you know is higher than 33, mm-hmm. but they always do out of the money covered call. So the moneyness is, is less aggressive, it, it's lower. Right. So when it comes to moneyness, it's basically how much out of the money are you writing these calls on? So if it's mm. a stock is at 10 and you're writing the covered call option at 10, that's an mm. at the money option. Your dad made a great video about this, talking about yeah. uh, Hamilton because Hamilton does at the money calls on their two ETFs. Yeah. It's, it's a very aggressive covered call option because you're giving up all the upside. So if the stock goes to 1001, 1002, mm. you don't capture that. But the flip side is you capture a really, really big premium. Mm-hmm. right the more the, the close so add the money big big yield big premiums you give up all the out the upside within mm-hmm. that 30 days or 60 days typically these cover calls are written with 30-day contracts right so um higher premiums but you're giving up all the the upside but then you have to consider the coverage so if they're doing 50 percent coverage at the money even if the calls are being exercised you still capture 50 percent because they're only doing 50 percent coverage so that's basically it when it comes to moneyness out of the money means you're writing the call at 1050 you know if we're talking about 10 dollar stock 1050 11 so 11 would be like 10 percent out of the money which is a very very non-aggressive covered call typically they do you know five or six percent out of the money but the more out of the money you go the less chance your your call option is going to be exercised so your premium is much smaller so bmo for example does 50 percent coverage but they're always out of the money so you hear 50 percent and you're like well 50 percent is not going to capture any upside no that's wrong because it's 50 percent but they're out of the money right whether if it's 50 percent at the money Mm -hmm. then literally half is not going to capture any upside but you're going to get big premium so the 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 main thing an income investor needs to master in my opinion is understanding those two factors and figuring Mm -hmm. out what is the best fit for you uh and you know because every provider has kind of a different cover call strategy and it's really an art the cover call writing these covered calls and um, typically the same manager will do the same strategy for all their products. Mm. So those are that's really the two main things you need to look out for or analyze in my opinion, if you're trying to navigate. Yeah. No, thanks for sharing. That's great info for my audience. Um, probably a lot of new stuff that they're hearing there and even myself. Um, you know, the markets have been a bit, what have they been done? Essentially, I know the Canadian market's trading sideways for the most part. It's yeah. basically flat year to date, you know, tech stock done well in the States. What type of markets would you say are favorable for this type of strategy? Do you, do you even factor that in depending on if markets are going up or down bullish bearish, well, or this is just kind of a thing that you are, Hey, I'm going to be doing this no matter what's going on. Is there a way to play that? Or what's your approach there? Uh, second thing you said for me personally, 
I'm I'm playing this no matter what because right. even in in rising markets you're still going to get that yield you're capping your upside for sure. Yeah. Where the cover call strategy really shines is the best is the range bound sideways markets. Those That's when the cover call yeah. So some people I know some people for sure when you know this is something I I never do I never try to predict the market time the market but people who you know if they feel okay, I think the market's not going to be very good or go up that much in the next year or two years or three years. Though some of them will get out of their, you know, their index funds or their classic growth and they'll go into those covered call ETFs temporarily. Yeah. Because when the market is flat, the portfolio is doing the same as the other stock portfolio because it's all the same stock, right? So if you have the six big, big six Canadian banks, without the covered calls and you have the big six Canadian banks with covered calls, it's still the same stocks, but mm-hmm. the guy without the covered calls is not really getting much growth. The guy with the covered calls is not getting much growth either, but there's that extra yield, that extra covered exactly. call income. So they, they perform best during a flat or slightly bullish market. Again, that depends on the cover call strategy. If it's out of the money and it's slightly bullish, which means it's going up very slowly, there's a big yeah. chance those out of the money calls won't be exercised. So that's like good balance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's and then I guess another yeah sorry so go I ahead. say another another thing to consider there is then when you have these leveraged uh, ETFs where they have a modest amount of leverage applied. I mean, then if the markets are dropping, that's obviously unfavorable, but that is another thing to consider as well, right? And again, yeah. like what, what what I think is cool, I, I was looking at the uh, Horizon CTS, as I was mentioning, the equity, I was basically really like uh, diving into and learning about the equity essential suites. And I mean, I like how they kind of lay it out with the different, uh, you know, you kind of have this matrix, uh, there's a chart that I'm visualizing in my head where it shows you kind of have the different options and you can go for strictly covered calls. You can go for, let's say it's the Canadian banks, for example, you can do leverage, you can do a combination of both. And it brings me back to what you said earlier about how, when you really understand what each product is there for and the strategies that each fund provider utilizes, you can finesse and pick that strategy that makes the most sense for you. Um, but I just kind of exactly. jogged my jogged my memory. And like, it does take quite a bit of education to be completely honest. And that's where, I mean, I, I, I always do, but encourage everyone to go subscribe to your channel. If they are my viewers and not watching you guys. I mean, anytime I have a passive income question, you're the, you're the guy I come running to Adrian. <laughs> you already know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and a guy, exactly a guy is just hammering the wall consider. next to me. I apologize. But uh, yeah, talking about leverage, so leverage, you know, if you add 25% leverage to anything, you're, you're just going to get 25% more volatility. So exactly. the way I like to explain Both it ways, is yeah. short term, if you're investing short term, you're thinking short term, leverage could either be your best friend or your worst enemy. But long term, if you're putting it on something that generally goes up over time, like the overall Canadian market, the six banks, the overall US market, typically leverage is going to be a good friend over time. So as long as you're thinking long term, you should be okay with leverage, whether you're an income investor or a growth investor, because Horizons now has two leveraged non covered call ETF, six banks yeah, with leverage, and they also have uh hxt with leverage which is the tsx 60 yeah so i know exactly you know they did a really good job with their website to say look here are five options for canadian banks which one do you want the most which is 
which is kind of what you need because like i said I, I mean for someone who is just trying to get into this it is it is extremely overwhelming with all of the different options and yeah the, i mean we do our part to try and educate about the different products and and give people these options but it is tricky but no i, I totally agree with you there and on that talk of leverage i mean you think people leverage up on their homes and homes if you buy in a good market those go up over time it's an asset where i mean you're majority leverage 80%. exactly if you have a mortgage um, you're taking leverage right so a lot right. of people have this fear of leverage this is leverage that you it's not you technically borrowing the money it's the fund manager they get money a lot cheaper than me and you can it's right. only 25 percent. it's like getting a quarter million dollar mortgage on a one million dollar home the bank right. will close its eyes and give you that loan like that it's very right. modest leverage and What's cool about putting it on, whether it's a growth product or an income product, you, you get 25% more yield while you're waiting. If the markets take a sharp downturn, you're gonna go down plus 25%. So as long as you're a long-term investor, I think leverage is your friend. But when it comes to the covered call stuff, I mean, getting 25% more yield, which is very easy right. to get eight, nine, 10% yield, yeah. Add 25% to that, you're, you're in a 12, 13, 14. There, there's a lot of ETFs out there that are with, you know, at 15% yield. People All think right. oh, it's not sustainable. First thing they think of. I always say, well, that's because you don't understand covered calls in the product. If you actually start doing the math, okay, I'm getting, you know, six, a, a big six Canadian banks ETF. Just the average dividend yields about 5%. Add 25% leverage to that, you're at 6.5%. So 6.5% of that 15% yield is just the dividends. Then there's the covered call income at 25% leverage as well. And after you do the math, you're like, okay, it's, it's pretty easy to get to 15% um, with stocks that already have high dividend yields, like the Canadian banks, like the energy sector. Uh, things like that. So these yields are very, very nice. They're very sustainable. But like I said, the the higher the yield is going to be, typically the covered the covered cost strategy is a bit more aggressive, which means you're probably limiting your potential growth when the markets go up more. So True. what do you want more? Is it are you 100% yield guy, kind of like me? Yeah. Are you a 50/50 yeah. person? And you could even do a 50-50 by getting the leveraged covered call ETF and the leveraged growth ETF and holding them in sync. So Horizon has done a great job, for example, in coming out with these great products where you could mix and match, take a hybrid approach, right? So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, no, thanks for sharing that. And that's um, great, great thoughts there, Adrian. Um, why don't we transition to something else? Uh, you mentioned just there. So you, your strategy is like focused on yield, like 100% yield. That's the lifestyle you been living this lifestyle you've lived for I guess the past number of years how has that been going I always find it valuable to hear someone who's actually living this passive income life is that what you call it passive income fire like PII what, what, what would what's the term you would use for your lifestyle and how has that been like how have things been uh, yeah there, obviously you made the big move like yeah Philip, it, bring it's up been speed. over uh, it's been over three and a half years now and it, it's it's been great and I know for sure this is the right strategy for me some people it's not for them. They don't either. They don't understand it. It's it's quite hard to grasp if you're not living it. But it's the primary objective when I first started coming up with this strategy or thinking about this style of investing was really to become financially independent, free, replace my paycheck. I want enough cash flow so that all my expenses are paid. That means you're financially 
independent and you're financially yeah. free because if if you're not financially free or financially independent you're financially slave or financially yeah. dependent that's just the sad reality you have to go to work so uh, we wanted first things first let's replace our salary take a breather let's focus on enjoying life a bit more quality of life and that's how the channel got started if my wife if we weren't financially independent my wife didn't quit her job the channel would have never got started so it's i you know financial independence is really the main objective it's like income oriented style your your focus is really uh maximizing your passive income not necessarily maximizing your net worth it's a little bit and i different. think i i think that's the difference like when you do hear pushback and people that are maybe not as educated it's just to me it's like it's just a mix of it's like almost like a miscommunication if you will and like what you said back there is so important you said this is the best strategy that's working for you and I mean, a lot of people don't have this care or need for passive income right now. And maybe they're trying to amplify that net worth. Like, let's assume they're trying to snowball that net worth. Yeah. So that when they do eat, re, uh, reach age 65 and they quit their you know traditional job, they want as big of a number in the account. And if that's the case, I mean, I would argue, and again, I've pushed back on a lot of your, you know, we have two different strategies. We are different investors, you and I. And, you know, like in my opinion, for a young person, like that covered call strategy, you know, if you're trying to build that nest, that nest worth, that net worth up, up high, I mean, maybe those don't entirely align, but it's two different purposes, right? Like it's two completely different objectives. And I think that's, I think that's where it's like, there's a million analogies one could think about, but it's like someone goes to a, you're looking in the wrong place. You're going to the wrong store for the wrong product type of thing. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, but for the right store and the right product, it's a perfect thing, right? Yeah. Well, we're investing in the same things. We're just getting our return in a different way. That, that's right. the way I, I look that's at it. We, so the yeah. argument where, you know, this is not a good strategy for young people, I get this question all the time. Typically, the mm -hmm. viewers of my channel are typically people mm -hmm. who are, you know, older. in their career, they're a bit older or they're retired. They're thinking of retiring yeah. early. They're retired yeah. already. But believe it or not, I do have a lot of 20 year olds that are all into the PII because, you know, tell me if, if you agree with this. I don't think investing is all about the total returns all the time. I think that there's a psychology effect to it. And what I've noticed from hearing about these young people that are in the group and that are all in PII, that they're just starting their career during their 20s, they're going all in in PII, is that PII gives them a sense of, I always know what to do with my money now, because with PII, your money always makes more money for you. So it's, it's a system that motivates them because they see that cash flow coming in. Yeah. And it, it motivates them to be disciplined and not be discouraged when, let's say, the markets take a big tumble. Whereas sometimes when that happens, young kids get, you know, younger investors, inexperienced investors get very discouraged. Exactly. Because exactly. if you look at all the funds that I have personally, most of them, you know, besides the crypto mm -hmm. ones, which is like 10%, 9% mm -hmm. now. They're all the big cap blue chip dividend stocks or literally indexes, TSX 60, S&P 500, NASDAQ with covered calls. It's not like it's very uh, higher risk. I actually believe it's lower risk because when you add covered calls to something, it's you actually lower your volatility. So even as a young investor, let's say you technically don't need that income. Mm -hmm. I always find that phrase funny because well if you don't need income why are you going to work 
but anyway, I get, I get the argument, you know, you're in your career. I, I have, I talked to a lot of dentists, lawyers, doctors that they're in the middle of the, their career. They don't want, they just want to put their money someplace. They love the cash flow style. A lot of real estate investors also like this style because real estate investors are all about that cash flow. So mm -hmm. there's a, a really a psychological benefit to PII where no matter what, you're getting paid every month, typically. So it gives you that calmness and you never have an excuse now. You always know where to put your money to make more money. So it gives you a lot of really good uh, discipline for younger investors uh, because, you know, I wish I knew this when I was 25 or 20, 22, when I got, you know, I didn't. So yeah. I, I, I genuinely think like that entire segment you just said was actually extremely powerful. And, and, and I do agree with you, by the way, like, I agree with what you said there about so many people get fixated on total return. You have these people crunching their numbers and say, what's going to get me the total return. There are so many other factors. Like you mentioned, just, you just spun off a bunch of them, lifestyle, peace of mind, um, very powerful right? habits. Yeah. It, I genuinely think that was, it, it, it maybe people are watching overlook that. Um, that was very, very, very powerful. And I do just FYI, you know, if I didn't invest the way that I did, um, this, I don't know if I would say a hundred percent kind of passive income strategies, what I do, but I would certainly lean more your way than not because of those other tangible benefits that you, that you talked about uh, everything. Um, I think people that do follow this passive income movement and even from a young age, let's say at their twenties, um, they have a different mindset, a different outlook on money than other people. They're the ones that are, I don't, they tend to be frugal. I noticed they tend to be frugal. The, the ones that are doing it are the frugal ones. Um, and that's like the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily my personality type, but if I could lean one way, I'm like, I wish I was like this. It's funny. One of my favorite YouTubers in the States, um, PPCE, and I don't know if you follow YouTube in the States too much, but he's a dividend investor. Dividends, right? Dividend, dividend, dividend growth. Yeah. Dividends, dividend growth like entirely dividends though, passive income. And it's the same idea, but just, you know, you look at the yields and they're just lower, they're lower than this. And as I've, you know, me, Ian and I are chatting all the time. He's did literally this morning, he did a presentation at the Academy. He does these presentations for our students once a month or so. Um, so a great relationship with Ian. And over the past year and a bit, he's been looking more and more into these higher yield solutions. And you take someone who for however many years, like decades has been in this dividend game. And now he's starting to look at these products because um, hey, I guess what he's seeing out there, um, he's finding attractive. He is also maybe getting older and learning about new things. But uh, it's really telling when you have people like yourself and him who are, no one love this space and it's like kind of leaning one way. So yeah, yeah I, I appreciate all the thoughts, bro. I'd echo, I'd echo a ton of them. Again, we have different strategies, but I, I, I freaking love it. Personally. Yeah, dividend growth is very, very common, uh, very yeah. popular. I, I find that's what, that's what I would say. If I, if I did have to say, I am a, I am a, if I classify myself, I'm a hybrid investor. I own a bunch of growth stocks that don't even pay dividends. Mm -hmm. I own a few higher dividend paying stocks that pay like in that four or 5% range. But if I own a dividend stock, it's very likely a dividend growth stock. But uh, go yeah. on, I didn't, what, what were you gonna say? You were yeah, yeah, that's how I, I pretty much started. You know, when I started, I, I didn't know yeah. about these funds or they were fairly new, not as known and the leveraged ones weren't out yet. Or, you know, I was, yeah. I had Bell, I had CIBC, uh, I had Scotiabank, I had, yeah, you know, a bunch of ones, REITs yeah, yeah. and I was making five, six, six percent yield and i'm like 
I realized that, you know what, when the stock market, whether it was going up or down or sideways, in my head, I'm like, you know what, all that really matters, all I really want is that income. So it, it, it was just kind of a gradual for me, uh, 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 how could I get access to these great safe stocks, but get 10% yield, get eight, nine, 10% yield. And that's when I started discovering covered call ETFs, mm -hmm. covered cost strategy, because it's the same stocks. You're just, you're giving up some growth for more money now. So if yeah, that's right. your priority, I think it's great. And, and uh, the, the cool thing about the income strategy, you could turn it into a growth strategy if you just put everything on drip. So right. a lot of people I talk to that have a high net worth, they like this strategy they're doctors, they're surgeons, or they're cops, lawyers, yeah, lawyers, they don't need the income now. Yeah. But they like the investing strategy it makes sense for them, they have everything on drip. It's so they go to work every day. Yeah. And every month, they get more units. And every month, they get more yield, more yield, uh, you and know, more passive income. So you have that option as well as an income investor. I heard this argument, um, which was new to me from Ian about a number of months back. And the argument for another argument for passive income investing was how much value do you put on a dollar in your hands today? And whether you're young, whether you're old, I mean, basically the, 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 the argument went like the next 10 years, what's going to happen from now to 10 years, probably things are going to be great. Markets are going to continue going up. Uh, history has shown us this economy is going to keep functioning. Uh, America will still be standing and it won't implode, whatever, whatever the case is. But there is an Hopefully. argument to be made. I mean, yeah, well, that's debatable. We'll see at this rate, Canada too. Um, we'll see, we'll see. Um, anywho, there's an argument to be said that why not just take that income today? And why not have that where you can go spend your spend it on utilities or go buy food or whatever it is. If, for example, you're buying a dividend growth stock such as myself, and I say, well, over the next decade, I anticipate to grow at 12% this, there's still shoes to fill. There's still uncertainty to that. Exactly. What happens? Uh, again, we do the best we can as investors to say we're going to pick the best ones with the best track records. What? But there's nothing guaranteed about the next yeah. 10 years. Whereas with this passive income strategy, you take a dollar in your hand today, you get that distribution or paycheck. That is your money to do what you what you please. And I guess there's a some people value that more than others. But I thought that was a really interesting argument. You know, a dollar today. Yeah, it is. This is where that psychological again comes in. A lot of psychological benefits to this strategy. It's coming in the right. next month. You're not the way the way I think about it. You're more of a pessimistic investor. I, I feel like I'm a pessimistic investor. I don't that's a good way, that's one way to say it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the last 10 years of either the S&P 500, the Nasdaq, compared to the last 50 years, that space, it's incredible. It's like a rocket ship. It is. is that going to happen in the next 10 years or is it going to be a little bit more flat, a little bit more gradual? And if you're a dividend growth investor, will they these companies keep raising their dividends for the next 10 years? Because they get from 5% yield to 10% yield without cover calls or leverage or anything, it could take a decade or two to get to that. And it's not yeah. guaranteed, you know, bank, you know, the yeah, at yeah. one point they, they, they told the, the big banks they can't raise their dividends. So we just don't know what, what could happen. So I feel like this strategy is more for a pessimistic investor that wants to live life to the fullest now rather than later. And what's surprising is, you know, that the total return argument kind of, you know, these funds, especially the leveraged ones, so that 25% leverage really helps 
that boost up the total returns a bit. And uh, another mistake people do, they just look at stock charts, stock price returns. So if you're getting 15% yield, you're not going to expect a rising stock price. If the stock price stays at nothing for the whole year, you've made a 15% realized, not unrealized, realized return that year. So right. that's another thing people need to stop looking. If, it, if anything gives income, stop looking at the stock chart. Look at the total returns. If you want to look at Tesla, Amazon, Google, things that don't give a dividend, break your head all you want. Look at the stock chart. That's all there is. You got to buy low and sell high. That's the only way. Um, so, yeah, it, it's definitely designed for defensive, pessimistic investors, I feel. This is just my opinion, of course. Yeah. Yeah, um, that one piece of money, they want to sleep well, they want to replace their paycheck, they don't want to worry about how much do I need to retire. Mm-hmm. If your life is costing you four grand a month, and you're making four grand a month passively, you're financially independent. Doesn't mean you you're going to sit on the sofa and do nothing. Yeah, it just means that you could start your life, your real life 2.0, where you're financially free. So it's a very um, attractive yeah. it's a very attractive thing to think about right that's a very for a lot of people like i mean that is the goal right and uh, there's a very clear method of getting there for us it um, works and you could even be a yeah. hybrid investor i know people who are like 80 percent in pii or 90 yeah. percent and but they'll put 10 or 15 percent in a vfv in, a, in an s p 500 right mm-hmm. so you could also be a hybrid investor it's a pretty good idea too yeah. uh so this is the thing do it yourself investing is really about managing your own money figuring out what's best for you forget about what everyone else is doing get the ideas from everyone but then figure out what's best for you would be like my number one piece of advice for newer investors out there because you can get bombarded with a lot of information mm-hmm. so no doubt well i don't know how you are on time man um i can keep going but i did have i a, could keep I, going I, all day i'm retired let's so. do it Let, let's do it because um <laughs> this uh, one question comes to mind yeah, maybe, uh, you know, inform me a little bit about these like tests, you know, there's like the why there's the Tesla stock and then you have these Tesla products by purpose, yeah. I believe it is. This is kind that, of a newer, like, I, a newer product. I'm oh. seeing questions. I'm, I'm seeing it everywhere. And essentially, like, am I correct to say I saw one that had like a 50% yield? I might be reading that wrong. No, but a 50% yield. Mm. And it yeah, somehow my... was rely like, uh, you know, the underlying was Tesla. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right but uh, maybe you can kind of uh, educate is it ytsl or t what what, what are the ones I'm yeah so in, in canada you have so basically this is a product where it's an etf that holds one stock okay and they write covered calls on it on that one stock and the the thing that people need to understand with covered call income is that the more volatile a stock is the bigger the premiums are so the, the premiums on Tesla stock are going to be way higher than TD Bank or Bell Canada, right? right. And in the U.S., the options market is, is much bigger. So we'll, what you're talking about, those 50% yields, those are the yield max ones. That's on the U.S. market. But okay. in the Canadian market, my good friends at Purpose ETFs, which I just uh, did another Q&A with their really cool cover call fund manager, Nick Merch, where we talk about the upcoming tech earnings, which I'm sure you'd be interested in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what they've done is they created five ETFs that hold only hold one stock. So they right. have a they have a Burke one, Berkshire, Amazon, Google, Apple, and Tesla. So the Tesla one is the most popular one by far. Right. And what they do is they add twenty five percent leverage. Okay. So it's Tesla stock with twenty you know one time one point two five 
exposure to Tesla, but they'll yeah. do covered calls on 50% of that exposure. So okay. they're, they have an active covered call strategy. So you can't really say the moneyness is, you know, it could be out of the money, could be closer to the money, but needless to say, you have, you know, 125% exposure to Tesla stock, 50% of that. So, you know, 125 divided by two, 62 and a half, I believe it has covered calls on it because the premiums are so big on Tesla. They're able to get right now. I think the ETF is giving a 12% yield. I had actually bought it when it was at $14. My yields 26% on it. So it's very interesting. So it's basically a really cool way to get access to stocks that you really like, but you are willing to forfeit a little bit of a share price appreciation, which is not much because of that leverage, that 25% leverage for monthly income. So Tesla, you'll mm -hmm. right now, if you buy that, uh, I, I believe it's YTSL, the stock symbol. That's yeah, the YTSL. one I think they They have an Amazon, a Google one. Those are a bit, the yeah. yields are lower because those stocks volatility is lower. Burke is gonna be, Burke and Apple are lower because they're even more boring stocks, right? Mm -hmm. So you could get a monthly distribution, which is taxed 100% like capital gain because Tesla does not give a dividend. So all the income that the fund is giving out is capital gains income because cover you know, call premiums or yeah. capital gains. So it's a really cool way to, if you want to invest in Tesla, you're scared that it's at the height. You don't want to deal with when, like if I buy it now, when do I sell it? buy low sell high you're always going to be looking at it every day you're going to be looking at the mm -hmm. news this is just a more buy and hold passive way where you get paid no matter what happens with tesla the fund will go up and down with tesla stock but mm -hmm. at least you'll get that consistent monthly income which is very high because the volatility on these stocks are typically interesting high. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, that that's why it came on my radar. It was on Blossom. I think it was one of the most talked about stocks in the week. And it was up, geez, like 50% when Tesla had a crazy pop the past month or whatever it was. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I, I mean, like you said, you are you still do have some exposure to the underlying and it had done well and you got the income. So maybe a fun solution for those to, yeah. Because yeah, there pro there's probably a lot of income investors who say, well, this stock doesn't pay a dividend. So I, I'm not going to buy it or whatever. And I guess that is that the This is a great way to own. A, if you like dividends, you want some income, you don't want to get the Tesla because of that. This is a way to get access to your favorite companies. And what's very interesting that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really innovative uh, concept they came up with there. Hey, that's great. Yeah. And I already know the first thing people are going to say, well, these are going to under, underperform just getting Tesla by itself because they have a management fee, of course. So mm -hmm. when you buy Tesla, there's no management fee. When you buy this, there's a, the management fee is actually pretty low by purpose. It's only 40 basis points with the Something MER, low, probably yeah. a little bit higher. Yeah. But what's interesting is, you know, and this applies for any cover cost strategy. If the, if the underlying shoots to the moon, the cover cost strategy is going to underperform. But all, that also depends on the moneyness and how good is the covered call manager. So the Tesla one has underperformed Tesla stock, but their Amazon and Google one, and I think um, Burke is right there, is right on par. Amazon, they have a couple that have outperformed. Mm. So you would have been better off with the, Amazon, with the purpose Amazon yield share, purpose Google yield share on Drip, rather yeah. than the underlying, even though Google and Amazon have been on a rocket ship. So you're, this is where my point I was saying earlier, you're not gonna give up so much total return. 
And if Amazon starts flattening out, right? If, if these are gonna outperform big time, if Google right. flattens out, you're gonna do much better than owning the Google stock with these because you're getting that consistent no monthly income. Those cover calls are not gonna get exercise. So it's all mm -hmm. premiums, right, that you're getting. So it's a cool way to own stocks that you like in an income form. On the US side, there's a company called Yield Max and they have four right now and what they do is kind of similar but they're it's 100 percent coverage mm. so if tesla one could do 12 15 yield think of like doubling tripling that and they have a uh their cover call strategy is a bit more aggressive so the tesla one is like 60 percent yield right now but every month you could expect varying distributions based on volatility. So they have one on Tesla, they have one on Nvidia. That's what they have one on Kathy Wood's ARK ETF. They have mm -hmm. one on Apple, but one's coming out on Google, Amazon, uh, Netflix, Meta, Coinbase. I mean, it's exciting oh, to see getting all these access to volatile, crazy stocks that you, you're scared to own. Uh, without any income or whatever, in an income form. So it's it, it's this is the Space newest is really style blowing product. up. Hey, Pretty it, cool. It brings yeah. us back. It, it brings us back to how we started this whole conversation off with all these new products coming out. We talked about the ones in the Canadian space, but like, holy, what a the what U.S. A big, market uh, too. Um, influx um, from yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. man. Well, hey, um, maybe in wrapping up here, like. Yeah, I know you have some new stuff going on your channel and I need to learn about it as well. Like uh, what, what is there a membership? Like fill my audience in because yeah, if you guys aren't already go check out Adrian's channel. Like I said, mm -hmm. I'll link it down below. You guys probably already following him, but what's the new news over there? I appreciate that. And uh, yeah. yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while and you know, I'm always careful when I charge people money. I want to try to give the most value for the lowest dollar. So we recently launched YouTube channel memberships. I was thinking about it for a while. And I think, yeah, it's only $3 Canadian because he, you know, when I look at my page here, it's all in US. So I think it's only like a buck 50 US. Anyway, so I have two tiers, $3 a month. There's a higher tier, $5 a month. That's my highest tier. So you Jesus, become a PII yes, Inner so, Circle yeah. member. Yeah. You, you know, you join the channel membership and you're going to get exclusive content. My goal is to do at least one private members only live stream where people could submit questions in advance ask nice. questions live at least every two months and then the other month maybe an exclusive video like some family members portfolio unveils more private stuff the first yeah, exclusive video it, my whole net worth unveiled all income sources including how much youtube pays me so i wanted to start with the bang i know oh, people are curious i want to so, know that too yeah it, it's it's uh, a lot lower than you think but as you probably know but um <laughs> But hey, that's that's a ridiculously low price. Eh? Like three, three about. Yeah, and that's just the tip on, of the iceberg. Can you set the prices and you've set them at three and five bucks? You, you like can set it. You can set them. Um, so yeah, you could do three dollars. You could do five dollars. You could do ten dollars. You could do different tiers. You could do whatever you want, which is which is pretty right. cool. And um, so you get you know exclusive content at least one a month. But I also have other perks so i have my weekly opportunity report i think this is one of the best perks so on my channel i've been doing a monthly series called high yield picks of the month i just did episode 40 i can't believe it 
where I kind of, you know, like we discussed, I kind of get an overview of the income landscape on both the Canadian market, U.S. market. If there's any news on any funds, dividend increases, any new funds, what sectors or what funds I feel are, are undervalued. Very popular video. It always gets more than 10K views a month. So mm -hmm. this weekly opportunity report, which I release every Friday, is kind of like a quick condensed version. So you don't have to wait a whole month for that. So if, if you're, you know, if you're buying consistently dollar cost averaging like me, you always kind of want to know what has the best yeah. value. So this is my opinion Absolutely. on what it is. I, I do the homework for you. Oh, so that's God. another pick. What, what do you think about that? You think that's pretty cool, right? I mean, that's my favorite Bro. perk, to be honest. I mean, in my opinion, this is my opinion. Like it's a, it's a, I was about to swear. It's a no brainer, even without the perks. It's a three, it's almost like supporting. I mean, I know how hard you work in terms of getting all this content done and basically getting your message out there to help people live a lifestyle like you. Three bucks is like a donation anyways, man. Like just to support and to show. Yeah, and I, I want to make it as low as videos. possible. Yeah. Three, that's what I'm saying. It's, um, it's to me, that's like ridiculous. Like I, you, I don't, I will subscribe to it as soon as I've done this video because yeah, I'm, I haven't joined the channel membership, but it'll be done after this video. Just a as a support and then to have that perk uh especially for someone who's in the uh the space i mean that that's the information that people want to know hence why the view those videos get the views right yeah it's funny well, thanks, I, man. I, I, I appreciate that yeah. no i think oh, that's uh, a that's a super fun idea and i want to see that net worth video too that's that's all we wait yeah for. people want to see that yeah for sure and uh the the other popular video i have and this is even more popular my portfolio unveil so i'm yes I'm all about full transparency and honesty. I try to show everything. I, I have no yeah. taboos, like, you know, with money. I grew up in a very, you know, family more conservative. They don't, where people don't talk about money, but I think that's a detriment. I think everyone should, it's not to show off, it's just to encourage and give of some course. ideas. So I unveil my portfolio every month, but I now, if you're a member, every time I buy something or sell something, I mostly only buy the yeah. day of you'll, I put an alert to say what I bought and why. So instead yeah, of waiting a whole month to yeah. see what I bought, you could actually see it that day of. So that's another perk as well that I've added. I call it wow. like trade alerts or something like that. So holy smoke, that's a lot. That's a ton that you packed in there for freaking. And there's, what's the difference between the three and five dollar tier? Does everyone? Yeah, the, so do you unlock certain things at certain yeah, tiers? Yeah, the, the five dollar tier you have two extra benefits. One is you have, you know, I told you every two months there's a live stream. You could submit questions. If you have that yeah. that other level, you get the top priority. You're pretty much gonna get your question answers when answered when you yeah. submit a question. But yeah. another thing is is a big discount off my one on one coaching session, thirty percent oh, off. Cool. Uh, oh, cool. I decided to do this because. I've been noticing that a couple of people who are a bit newer, not as confident, but more because they're busy, they have a career. Once yeah. a year, they book me, they, they, they book a session with me just to go over their portfolio to see if a there's check any, in. Check in. Check in. a check in, a check in. Yeah. Yeah. And smart. I feel like, you know, for those people might as well give them a big, big discount. So if you just, if you get one session a year, you kind yeah. of already with the discount paid off. So that's the $5 one. I cannot charge people more than $5 a month. I, I just can't yeah. do it. I feel bad doing it. So it's three bucks, five bucks. That's Canadian. Uh, and, and that's basically it. So it's been going really well so far, almost at 300 members. So uh, we're, we're, we're building a nice little uh, inner circle community. But I mean, um, yeah, it's, it, it's very exciting stuff. I, I like hearing the, 
the positive feedback, the comments, and you really helped me. And I've done the same thing. This is a good idea. You know, I make yeah. this much a month now, thanks to you. I'm not worried anymore. So it's about helping people. It's not really about like just making astronomical amounts of money. But as you know, YouTube very yeah. much underpays us. So this is a little way to, you know, provide more support for me for the channel, which, you know, I do full time now. So that's epic, man. Well, hey, hopefully I can send over a bunch of subscribers over to you there because that's, uh, bro, that's a literal no brainer. Like that to me is a no, a no brainer. And um, that's it. I didn't know everything that was included, but that is an exciting little thing you have there, man. I'm glad. Yeah, just launched it like a month and a half ago, man. It's very recent. Okay, I've been planning it for a while. It, yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks, man. Oh, I, I, I appreciate that. So Blossom oh, event, Montreal, man. We're going to see each other. We're going to finally meet, man. We've been talking, yeah. talking for all it feels at least a couple of years. And um, yeah, I'm actually probably meeting a couple people for the first time because I'm not over, you know, east too often. But uh, we're both flying into Montreal in theory <laughs> because... Uh, yeah. That's uh, when I heard you were coming back. I was like, that's just seals. The well, I booked my ticket because of the event. All else, I'm staying in Panama. I mean, there's there's floods there. There's a, there was a tornado or something. I, I just you know, that, like they yeah. say in Quebec, it ain't fell like that. I don't want anything to do with that. So, yeah. uh, but <laughs> apparently everything's fine now. I'll go back, visit friends and family, uh, check out, you know, go to some nice restaurants that we miss maybe. And uh, we'll definitely, it'll be cool to meet all these fun managers and meet you and Max yeah. at Blossom. It'll be, it'll be cool. It'll be fun for sure. It'll be so cool. And hey, um, I know a lot of your audience has already got tickets and there still is tickets available and it's probably going to sell out pretty darn quick. I think we had allocated a hundred tickets and literally what I just checked here is we're at about nine, 80, 90. Um, so we still got two or three, no, less than three weeks to go. It's August 3rd for those who uh are from the Montreal area and uh, want to come. Venue is going to be announced quite soon. We're just having a little hiccup there, but uh, it'll get planned. And um, yeah, I'm sure there will be links down below this video to everything we talked about. Uh, obviously not every fund, because we talked about a million of them. I'm not going to go dig up all the funds. You yeah. can go Google that. But to your channel, Adrian, uh, if I get a link to that membership group, because yeah, I hope I can send a ton of guys to you. I'll be subscribing after this. That's uh, I appreciate it, man. You go on my channel. It is, it, it's a great it's right value, there. Bro. Join that buttons right there. Like a, it sounds like a great freaking value uh, in all honesty. It's like funny, like, you know, you're talking about like uh, the way passive income people think it's like, Oh, if I make this much in dividends, it covers my utility bill or covers this. It's like it's $5 a month. You know, <laughs> one of the, one of your dividends, three, like, three dollars for the basic one. Yeah. I want to make it as cheap as possible. I, I rather, you know, I'm trying to give more value to people, but um, yeah, I mean, to each their own. I mean, if you want to join you join and that that's fine, but so far good. People love the, the weekly opportunity report. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. what people want to know, right? Where, where, where the opportunities are. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, as you know, the best thing in investing, no matter what style is to keep buying consistently, keep averaging down, it. uh, Bro, whether it's growth income, dividend growth, doesn't matter. That's the general rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. And in Montreal, by the way, I mean, if people don't know, there's going to be a lot of ETF providers there. I mean, the guys mm -hmm. at Hamilton are going to be there, about, yeah. including their cover call manager. If you want to talk to them about the cover and Hamilton's going to be there. Harvest is now Nick, coming. I think There's another Nick something. Yeah. Nick Picard, right? Nick Picard. Yeah. Horizons is going to be there. Uh, BMO's yeah. uh, represent BMO passive. Uh, I think I, Harvest, I, I, don't, I don't know if you, I don't, I think you mentioned Harvest, but I was, yeah, Hamilton so Harvest, BMO, Horizons, Passive, which is a organ, you know, portfolio management tool that I use. It's pretty cool. I like yeah. it. Um, 
some of our best partners and just amazing products like across the board. And yeah, it's just gonna be so much opportunity to chat and ask them questions and learn about the products for themselves. Um, so, so cool. So, yeah. yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be a blast. That's for sure. I can't wait. It's gonna be that, fun, man. That we can guarantee. Yeah, no doubt, man. And equally as excited to meet you. And hey, I appreciate you coming on the channel here uh, again. Anytime, anytime. More often. I mean, my viewers love it. I, they get the views uh, they want to see. And they like, clearly this is this whole field of investing is gaining popularity and for good reason. Right. Um, I think yeah. Your, your dad makes good videos on them a little bit. Your, your yeah. dad's a little bit more. He's more technical than me. Like, it's funny. Mm -hmm. I'm like the covered call guy now. I mm, haven't yeah, even absolutely. I don't even have options enabled in my broker account. I kind of find that funny. <laughs> but it is kind of, um, it is kind of funny but it's uh, it, at the same time what my dad always says is like that's why you pay that's why you pay these mers that's why you pay the management fees because they're doing all the work for you um and they really are i mean cover they, call they income it really is bro, you really you they to, gotta be on top of their game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, that, uh, uh, it'll be cool to meet with, all but... of them and uh, yeah if, if you have any questions about income or passive income take them all down we could do another session where i'll just Absolutely. answer all the the, the common question because the, the questions are it's always the same ones coming up yeah i'm sure so uh i think fiverr you know if you, if you come up with a list like come on and we could we could do a chat or we could do this again anytime you wish absolutely that I mean, I that even spurs a fun video idea maybe from this video down in the comment section below if you guys are still sticking around leave your top questions and then imagine we just do a video answering the top five viewer questions. That would be great. And like literally come that. in, we bang them out because we can keep an eye out down in the comment section below. You guys can get your questions answered here from Adrian. And uh, yeah, even a live yeah, stream. So I appreciate your right? live stream would be a blast, man. Live streams. I love the live streams. Honestly, they're 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 a blast. And yeah, they are. I mean, about, like, bro. Yeah, I, I did my first uh, members only live stream like a few weeks ago, and I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna go over an hour. I, I went over an hour just answering yeah. questions. It was. It was getting dark in the video, you know, uh, yeah. but it, it's fun to answer questions and make sure everyone is okay it's and it's understands because it's, yeah, it's so personal. It, yeah, it's uh, yeah, exactly. And you, you see it live, right? It, it's completely different. Uh, it's like us now just having a conversation. It's a little bit more personal. So uh, yeah, I'm mean, looking forward yeah. to the event. Thanks for having me on. I'll be I come back on anytime you want and uh, we'll talk. We'll see each other soon, actually. See you in less than a couple of weeks, buddy. But yeah, I appreciate you coming on. And yeah, drop a thumbs up, guys. Um, thanks, Adrian. Talk to you Take later. Take care, Brandon. See you, buddy.